0: Hey. Welcome to the uh, Speak of the Devil podcast. I'm here with Colin Kelly. Hi, hello. And Hayden Rovelli. Yep. And I'm your host, Aidan O'Connell. Oh, you're the host. Is yes, that I am. That's how it yeah, goes. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. This is what we're doing here. Sorry, guys. So basically, <laughs> this is our new podcast that we're doing for Devil's Advocate and journalism class. Miss Suchi let us, you know, kind of run ro- wild with this one. Absolutely. And so we're just doing our thing. Um We're kind of leaning towards, like, a movie podcast, but I think there will be some elements of, like, just greater pop culture and, like, other things that we might incorporate in the future. Figure that stuff out. Yep. And so, um, for the first one, you know, it's the Christmas season. We're filming this uh, December 4th. Um, And so, last weekend, we went and saw The Grinch, which just
1: came out um that was like the best option we could get out of that honestly though there's not a lot of good movies coming out right now yes, let's just be not, honest
0: not a lot of great movies not a lot of great christmas movies so we saw it on friday um we've obviously got our ideas some stuff about the grinch uh not amazingly reviewed 58 on rot tomatoes because jesus isn't um, that low yeah um it's, it had a budget of $75 million, which is pretty standard for that's many actually, of uh, Illumination's films.
1: That's actually... Oh, yeah. Are we going to step right into the, the Illumination we'll talk, territory? We'll talk about, talk about Illumination later. later. Yeah, well, because I have a few things um, to say about Illumination. Yeah,
0: opening weekend, it grossed $67 million in America. Um, as of December 2nd, it's made $203 million, So, so um, some profits there. Um, and it was created by, obviously, Illumination which is owned
1: by Universal Pictures, which is a division of NBC Universal. Um, I think we might as well just bring this up now. I'm not going to go into the Illumination territory right now because, yeah, I have a lot to say about it. But just for the record, I think... I should probably should have written this down or something. I got, like, a cheat sheet here of all this stuff, but um, I might as well just look this up. Actually, can you look this up on your computer, I didn't. The what other it? Animated, um, animated movie budgets. Just not Illumination in general. Just, like animated, usual uh, animated sh- movie budgets because... Yeah. That does seem a little high. It is... No, no, no. It's actually unusually low. Really? For really? That's mm- interesting. Animation movie. All right. Um, so we all so have our own... Pinocchio sorry.
0: had a budget of $2.6 million. Wow. Obviously, that yeah. was a while ago. Toy Story, the first one, had $30 million. And then Monsters University, which is a little more recent than those two,
1: uh, had $200 million. Right. So I think there... It had to be more, though. I'd be curious to see what Incredibles 2 had. Um... Man. Oh, yeah, Incredible. I mean, either way, Incredible's
0: here an average of like 100 million, which is interesting. That's more, obviously, than um, The Grinch, yeah. but obviously a lot less movies than can Monsters University. Regular movies can definitely range a lot. Higher. Yeah. But right. I think for Illumination, uh, 75 million is pretty standard. Uh, some other Illumination movies include um, The Secret Life of Pets. Despicable, uh, Despicable Me. Okay. Um, and a few others, which we'll get to later. Most um, of them are not The Lorax, good. another Dr. Seuss property. Um, so, yeah, let's just... Um,
1: yeah, we want to get into like the directors and the voice actors and everything.
0: Yeah. So, I think we should just uh, get into conversation. Um, we can start by talking about the history of the Grinch. Obviously, very famous. Um, very iconic. Dr. Seuss uh, children's book, released in 1957. It's had three... Um,
1: film adaptions, this being the third one. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, was, you know, I find it really bizarre that the Grinch is so iconic. I mean, obviously because it's Dr. Seuss, but you know, Christmas time is supposed to be about joy and stuff, and I know the whole point of the movie is, you know, he's actually, like, happy in the end, but just, it's such a weird character to be. Everybody knows the Grinch. Like, yeah, you, you know what I mean? A Grinch, yeah. But yeah. somehow it's, like, I don't I, it's weird to me. I don't know how to describe it. He just doesn't seem like a character that should be iconic. It just it does seem like there's a lot of,
2: as you uh, see in Ebenezer Scrooge, like he was kind of a humbug, didn't right. like Christmas, and he turned out to, in the end, like Christmas. It's that kind of thing where someone that doesn't really agree with it yeah. kind of ends up definitely. being humanized and yeah. understands it. And there's
0: also something there's definitely something relatable about the Grinch's character, especially in this film. Um... You know, he's really lonely, but Mm -hmm. he's definitely had, like, a troubled past that has made it difficult for him to, you know, enjoy Christmas
1: time and find, like, affection in others. He was weirdly friendly in this movie, though. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It it has to be more appealing to kids. That's kind of like Illuminations thing. thing. Mm -hmm. But, like, it just, it was a little off-putting, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, we can get more into character development or whatever later on, but just as, like, a rule of thumb for the Grinch he should be a little more grinchy. Mm,
0: no, I definitely agree with that. He, there was, like, one scene, um, the first scene where he has to go into town because he's out of groceries, and mm-hmm. he's he's pretty funny in that scene, and he's also pretty mean. But I think after that, um, he doesn't really show much of, like, the same uh, mean, like, two hearts, two, two sizes, two small heart, uh, like, persona that's seen in, like, Jim Carrey's the Grinch and, like, also the book.
1: Yeah, it's, he, like, he's just so cruel to uh, Max the dog in like every other iteration and then like in this one and also with uh, Fred who's I think is like a useless character but that's besides the point
2: you don't like Fred?
1: no I don't like Fred I liked Fred Fred was funny no you just... I thought Fred was a good addition no he um, there's no alright no, no no we're not going alright
2: actually
0: that that brings me to something interesting which I felt about a lot of the characters in this movie where like a lot of them were uh, other than Cindy Lou uh, her mom, to a lesser extent, but they're two very important characters, um, and the Grinch, and I guess Max too. Yeah, uh, the dog of yes. course. Um, Max. There really aren't many characters that contribute to this story. Yeah, it's mostly um, the Grinch kind of pushing yeah. forward. Yeah. So, um, Keenan Thompson's character in this movie. That um, a- Keenan Thompson's great. Uh, I don't know if we have any SNL fans, but he's hilarious. Um, and he's he's funny in this movie, too, but he really does not get a lot to do. He he plays, like, the neighbor... He's a boring character. Of, the Grinch's yeah.
2: best friend. Yeah, oh, yeah. he unquote.
0: Yeah, Keenan Thompson calls himself the best friend of the Grinch. And so he lives kind of close to the Grinch's mountain home retreat, whatever you want to call it. Um, but he just doesn't get to really do much and i think it's kind of a waste and i think there's a lot of issues with casting this movie oh yeah and i think that's a tr- like a difficulty with adapting a children's book is that in a children's book you're only going to have one two three or four characters and
2: maybe even only one of them is important like in this movie so the biggest thing for me is just the story kind of changed so much mm-hmm. because in the original book in Jim Carrey's mm-hmm. movie he just it was all about how the grinch and Cindy Lou were interacting but in this movie it was about how Cindy Lou wanted to interact with Santa which then ended up being the grinch and i liked how they did keep they kept that in the mail room you know how they met in the mail room and he scared her they kind of redid that scene a little differently with the sled but it just it wasn't the same and i didn't like how they just totally kind of changed the story, but then kind of in the end brought it together, but I just don't really think it worked.
0: Definitely, and I think we can talk about, um, that's very similar to Illumination's other Dr. Seuss adapted film, The Lorax, which does a similar thing, where it takes this Dr. Seuss story, but kind of evolves it. They take that same concept, but they make kind of a different story out of it. So obviously in The Lorax, you have um, Zach Efron, Our kind of main character and narrator
1: who goes to. Wasn't even in the. Yes, yeah, wasn't
0: even in the book. He goes to whatever the guy's name is. Who um, doesn't matter. We're not talking about the book. Yeah, and basically, there's like this whole other story through this character that never even existed in the original movie, right? Or th- the original books.
1: I think it's also because it's like a, I don't know how long this movie was. It was like an hour and forty-five minutes. Um, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Something like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, it was just
1: over hundred minutes. Um, it's just they had to fit so much into so. It's, it was like a 60-page book, and they had to make a whole story out of it. And I think they stretched a lot of stuff. Like They wasted a lot of time. They wasted a lot of time, and that's something Illumination does a yeah. lot. That Specifically that I like to, to critique. critique.
0: Yeah, there were there were a few scenes where it just felt like kind of fodder, but I think two of my favorite scenes um, are like the heist planning scenes in the middle, where Cindy Lou is planning her capture of Santa Claus while... The Grinch is planning his um, his ruining of Christmas, and I think it's interesting to see that like dichotomy between the two, and also That's it's really just kind point. of like a fun
1: fun scene. I did think it was kind of fun, although like the other characters that were introduced there, just like <laughs> there was no purpose of them. Yeah, uh, other than her yeah. like yeah. Rupert. <laughs> yeah, Rupert. No, it's Grubert, I <laughs> think. There was just Rupert. Just not yeah. the goat. I just don't want to talk about the goat. Oh my god! No. Why the goat? Oh yeah, the goat. Why did they? They. Oh yeah. So basically. Yeah. Uh,
0: we'll give you a little summary if you haven't seen the film. So, uh, once he decides he wants to steal Christmas, he realizes he needs reindeer. The Grinch does, and so he goes on this search for reindeer. And during his search, he finds this goat that won't stop doing like the, the that, internet like, goat. Yeah, screen. the like the scene, internet goats. Yeah, yes. and so. Um, it's, like, kind of a funny gag at the beginning, and then, like, he just, like, keeps appearing as uh, the Grinch is trying to find it's a, these it, reindeer, it was and so irritating. Then, yeah, eventually the Grinch finds, um, this whole pack of reindeer, and this goat scares him away, and it's just like this, like, it's just like a plot device to explain why the Grinch couldn't get any reindeer, but it's just, like, eventually, it's kind of silly to me. Naming Fred, yeah. Fred the reindeer. We get reindeer, Fred, thank but then, Dad. you know. Um, and that, then, that, yeah, that really on the subject of scene, thread, yeah. uh, Fred, who I think is hilarious, even though again he's one of those characters that doesn't really contribute much. No, um, there is a great scene where they're training uh, for their, you know, sled flight as Santa Claus, and then Fred's family uh, come like comes along, and like the Grinch realizes like the importance of family and how. Like Fred needs to be with his family and so he lets Fred go. Are we doing to a spoiler go.
1: review of this or are we doing a non oh, yes. uh, spoiler review? Oh yeah. Um I'm sorry guys. Yeah. It's the Grinch.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've that's, all that's, you, you all know what the Grinch is. Like that isn't like a spoiler if, or anything. It's just you're, kinda like yeah. that's leading to If you're afraid that we're gonna spoil this really bad, you should probably stop listening. Or maybe like Han Solo dies,
1: you know. Um maybe I could just like drop in a little skip in because I think if this the point of this podcast is kind of like to say, I mean, well, when we see a movie that just came out, we're just gonna recommend it to you or not. Yeah. I feel like I should maybe like put in a time code, even though this is an audio podcast. I'm sure I can figure out a way. Put in like a time code of where we say, right. "Do you think? Do we think this movie is worth it?" Yeah, which will be yeah. towards the end. But obviously, right? We'll then you could come, come back and listen to this.
2: right? Back to the Grinch, overlapping with the stories. Yeah. <laughs> the oh. stories. Um, I really, I really liked how um, talking back to the goat how they kind of, um, I don't know if any of you remember the scene with Jim Carrey where he kind of takes the yodeler's clothes and takes his Yodel Oh, I remember that. And kind of takes the whole yodeler. But he kind of had the same kind of garment on when he went with mm. the reindeer call, so I thought that was kind of a cool connection that they brought mm. back. Yeah, mm. like a callback in a yeah. way, yeah. That was really interesting to me how they put
1: that in. Yeah,
0: there were definitely like a few moments where it's like, it's not necessarily in the book, but they're con back to the previous films.
1: Well, that's what's important with these. Is um... so that they honor their heritage. Yeah, like these, yeah. these movies that are remastering. Definitely old movies or old books they have to be like true to the source material but they also have to like be creative yeah it's a weird balance this, this
0: yeah this movie does both of even yeah if the balance isn't completely
1: well i'd say it's correct. like a little it's, bit less yeah close to the source material mm-hmm. but it's hard to say all right so do you guys want to get into favorite detail or favorite scenes um i can yeah i can start that off what did yeah. i write down here um just i mean i'm kind of like more of a, I like the visuals over a lot of other things, even mm-hmm. though I will say this right now, I've told these guys already, um, I think the character is, characters are like the most important part of a movie, it just, it completely defines like how the movie's paced, how it, how it, the tone in general, but like something I have a keen eye for is visuals, so I really like the one where like he just kind of stands at the, um, cliff thing of Mount Crumpet, Crumpet, Crumpet. Yep. And he just, like, looks over to the city where, like, the camera, like, panned around it. I, I don't know why. I just thought that was really cool.
0: Is that when the big Christmas tree is being set up?
1: I think so. That was a
0: oh, I didn't even think about that. That was... That's a cool
1: scene. Where that was a very cool scene. There's, like, a yeah. Christmas tree that just, like, a huge Christmas tree that, like, comes over. It's hard to explain the scenario, but it's really cool looking. Yeah. It's very
0: visually um, impressive. Oh, um, the music. Yeah. So, we'll get to that later. Yeah, But, um... I was gonna. I was talking about the music because one of my favorite scenes was kind of our like introduction to the Grinch, mm. which prominently it's like a it's like a morning. He's getting out of bed. It's sort of the beginning of the film, um, and he has Max, his dog, like serving him breakfast and things, and it's very funny. Yeah, I thought that was kind and of. And it plays the song "You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch," done by Tyler the Creator um i like that i like it i thought i thought tyler crater did a really good job with the soundtrack for this film he only created two original songs um i'm the grinch was one of them and you're a mean one mr grinch which is the other and i think uh stylistically like a lot of his music this year like some of his singles have um have had like kind of like this light christmassy vibe even though a lot of them were released in the spring and summer and also just like he kind of embodies like Dr. Seuss with like his rhymes and like, just like the Grinch, like it just felt very, um, like in place.
1: Yeah, like an overlooked aspect of movies in general are just the soundtrack. Definitely, like I, is super important, and yeah. I think. Keeping it like creative and interesting, and also fits the tone of the movie at the same time, is really important. I do think that song is a little bit out of place, but it kind of it was a little yeah despicable me-esque.
0: It was just yeah, it was definitely a stylistic choice. Um, and then Tyler, another um, notable thing is after arranging the soundtrack for this movie, um, he released a six-track EP titled "Music Inspired by Illumination and Doctor of The Grinch." so it shows that um, that was the title yeah so it's basically it's six songs that are all kind of like in the same vein as the songs he created for this um,
2: yeah so I guess I do think adding Tile the Creator to kind of appealed the movie to a wider audience too because like mm-hmm. ourselves we're kind of into his music so yeah. I think Hearing that they put his music and he was kind of the head behind it. it was really interesting to us.
1: Yeah. Well, Illumination is kind of just in general appeals to families. Yeah. It, like, effort. they keep a kid friendly while also keeping mm-hmm. it, like, um, what is it, relatively easy to watch. I wouldn't, it was, I find it ir- them irritating, their movies, but like, just in general, for like the entire population, I'd say anybody could walk into an Illumination film and walk out. Uh, satisfied, but are entertained, entertained. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, have an enjoyable experience, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I think the thing about Illumination's films is they are like they're not noteworthy. I think that's like the biggest issue with them. Like they're yes. they're good, they're enjoyable, but it's like it's nothing that you're gonna be that's gonna be memorable to you. So like the Despicable Me movies, I think obviously the first one we all agree is the best. Yeah. It's got a yeah. good message and it's kind of a fun ride, but ultimately there's nothing like all that.
1: Actually, um, I'd say The Grinch was probably the best movie. The Grinch was, it was very good. Yeah. I also, I don't know if
0: you guys have seen Sing, but I also I, yeah, really that enjoyed team. that one. I, yeah. um, I did not like but... it.
2: I should talk about my favorite scenes. Um, oh, yeah, Hayden still not said any of his scenes. All right, Hayden, what are your favorite scenes? <laughs> all right, so um, as far as imagery goes, I think um, the shots through Whoville were definitely, like, my favorite yeah. scenes there. Kind of yeah. how they um, continuously, like, f- seamlessly, like, went from the Grinches, Top Mountain, to, like, the middle of town and all around, and, like, the, just the transitions were just yeah. like, amazing. I think
0: especially um, whenever Cindy Lou is traveling somewhere, I think, or anybody's traveling, oh, yeah. I think they do a really good job sort of following the character and also, like, yeah.
2: showing the town. But as far as uh, humor goes, Fred on top of that coffee
1: machine oh is definitely my very favorite scene. Actually, I thought that funny. was hilarious. I, I will admit, that was probably my favorite scene from him, Yeah, so, yeah. Him standing on the coffee That, that was thing. hilarious. I totally expected... Oh, I just spit. I totally expected it just to collapse. Yeah. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Funniest scene for
0: me might be... Um, Cindy Lou, when she's wearing like all the Christmas uh, or not all the Christmas all, the, oh, winter all year, the winter jackets and she falls down the stairs because she's wearing 20. four winter oh, yeah, jackets. That pretty good. I thought that was very funny. And the mom's like, you know, it does take like a month,
1: a to, month get to, get to get to the North Pole. <laughs>
0: very, yeah, very funny.
1: Um, it Didn't get a lot of laughs out of me though. I'm not gonna no. lie. like a lot of just in general, we didn't laugh a lot. No, <laughs> I'm it not was gonna a very, lie,
0: um, most of the th- uh, comedy of the film was visual. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is because there really isn't a lot of, like, dialogue in this movie. Like, there aren't many interactions between characters because there aren't that many characters.
1: Well, they also drag on a lot of jokes, like, way too long. Just in general, like, yeah. elimination. I felt, at least, there's just, like... she's calling. I'm sorry. Classic I don't
2: example think... of the goat, though. The goat. Yeah, the goat, right? that was, like... And they brought that back way too much. Yeah, like, it's like, like the one time go it's away? funny, yeah. but...
1: Yeah, it's, yeah, it just shows how some producers are so out of the loop with <laughs> yeah right. some uh, some choices s- some choices. Then yeah. again,
2: I know if I was a kid, I probably would have thought it was funny every single time they told make that sound. Eight years old, just...
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, do you guys want to get into casting? Okay, I don't see why so I don't. this movie um, stars Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch. I thought it was an interesting choice. Mostly because of his accent. Yeah. Like Coverbatch yeah. is British, but like he doesn't have, like his accent's kind of weird. It's like a weird American accent. Yeah. And it's, so he, he just, like, I don't know about you guys, but I, he just sounded weird the whole movie to me. I didn't, it didn't seem like it fit the
1: Grinch. I, yeah. I think it actually did fit the Grinch in this scenario, like, right. where, where the Grinch soft. is a little bit. Yeah. yeah, he's a soft guy. Yeah, yeah a little right?
0: bit. He's sad. He's not mad. He's sad.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that would not have, like, worked with, um, the original or like right. the Jim oh, yeah. Carrey I feel Jim like Carrier, dude, if they just brought back Jim Carrey I <laughs> for the voice yeah. acting I would have been so he was mad. like a lunatic we're talking yeah. about the um the live action version in yeah, 2000, 2000 right 000, now yep. um, he is like a lunatic in that movie but it yeah. works yeah and it's he just he fantastic. He definitely, so
0: it's really good casting because it's just like that's who he is as an actor
1: <laughs> yeah seriously definitely. I do alright I don't want to get too into the yeah, live that, action it, yeah we're
0: talking about 2018 Grinch yeah um, so um Yeah, but for the most part, I think other than sort of the weird voice and energy, like, he did not a bad job. Yeah. I I think there are definitely some better actors that could have played the Grinch. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there are some comedic actors that would be funny. I can see, like, Zach Galifianakis, maybe. I think that would be very (laughs) funny. I think he could bring a lot to this movie.
1: And I think the Grinch was still my favorite character anyways, but, like, weirdly enough, I think it was the worst voice choice for, yeah out of all the main characters at least yeah they
0: don't give you a lot of characters to like um yeah so and then um well there's also max another notable just, yeah i love max it just we'll like goes into, over our head can't not because like, yeah max, yeah because there's no max actor we can talk about max for a little bit um max is different in this movie like he's definitely like a bigger character and like they like make him like a little bit more like Human, humane. Like yeah. obviously, he's still a dog, but like you right. kind of you care about him. Yeah, a little their little relationship more. is just a lot more way different. Um, it's like, cohesive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they're definitely friends. where it's, like if you look at like like the original, like the book, like Max is just like a slave. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's like true.
2: in our, one scene, like he does come to apologize to him too. And, yeah, you know, when yeah, he, he did he, something that yeah. he, like saves him from falling yeah. off. Yeah, there is the, no J- no way Jim Carrey would do that. Yeah,
0: and then like and then the other thing, obviously closer to the end when um this is on christmas day as cumberbatch has kind of um changed his mind about christmas he gets max actually a toy bone oh yeah for christmas and i think that's a really sweet moment um so Donna, who is a new character to the to the yeah I Grinch think she story existed no, up until i don't think the movie. so either um because oh, yeah because Cindy Lou's in it but they don't show the rest of her family. I think they did in the uh, live action version, but with like with like lines,
1: like Yeah, I think them? there was actually parents. There I uh, huh. both parents were there, I'm pretty sure, but like they were not the same characters right. whatsoever. Mm-hmm.
0: So, played by Rashida Jones, who's great actress. I love her. Um she's been in Parks and Rec in The Office <laughs> I um, know her. and like a few other things. I really need to know more about um, these actors. Oh my god. <laughs> So, some other voice acting um, she's done is in twenty fifteen Inside Out, which is a Pixar film. Um, and I think she definitely, like, like, I totally get this, like, overworked, like, single mom vibe from her. Yeah. Like, I think she plays that, like, character really well, and she's, like, very sympathetic.
2: She just, I feel like she didn't really have to do much. No, well, she really
0: didn't. That's, I think that's, that's my issue with, like, a lot it's just so visual. The, this movie is very exactly. visual. Yeah, it's like if you, like other than the Grinch, none of these like, yeah. actors or really anything matters other than the Grinch and like the visuals. Um, Keen Thompson, like I have a really big problem with him. Um, or no, I love him, but I have a really big problem with him in this film, just because like they don't use him enough. Yeah. Um, he's super funny, and I think um, yeah, he's entertaining. Yeah. He was entertaining while he was on screen. Yeah, but I Just like the two minutes this, he was on screen. Exactly. But, like, it was, like, very, like, cheap, easy comedy that they did with him. Yeah. And also, like, it wasn't him, like, using his comedic ability. Like, I felt like it was just kind of, like... He was the character. Too easy. Yeah. Um, it was the character that was funny. It wasn't, like, anything yeah. he was doing. Um, I just don't think they gave him, him enough of an opportunity here. Because he's a very funny guy. Yeah. Um, and then I also feel that way about Pharrell, who's the, the narrator, narrator of this movie. And yeah. I didn't even know that until. After we, the movie. Yeah, until after the movie. Ended, talking about it ridiculous. Um, he's worked with Illumination before. He wrote the song Happy um, for Despicable Me 2. Oh, was that for that movie? It was, yeah. yeah. Which I like know. I didn't even realize until I saw the movie. But it's a great song. Um, so he's not used in any musically, musical way in this movie. Um, but I think it's interesting to note that he um, he's currently working on an original animated film with Illumination, so I think maybe they asked him to do this sort of like because they're doing that with him. Well, Spit that's one of uh,
1: that's one of Illumination's big things about like casting. They get really popular actors and actresses, not specifically voice actors that would have like been the best optimal right. choice for this. Yeah, uh, but I think they do actually spend some money on these actors to do yeah. the voice acting too but I almost think it's a little bit I don't know how to describe it like I don't, don't want to say cheesy it just doesn't seem like I it, think it's a money grab they want yeah that's the thing
0: they want like parents that know they're going to have to take their kids to this exactly the parents are like oh I know Keenan Thompson I know Rashida Jones yes. the funny so people so make it a little more entertaining it, for exactly them. yeah
1: Illumination I mean, is so I'm sorry I don't want to get yeah. too much oh, but I'm just going to say run. I know I've Really have a lot of stuff to say about yeah. them. But they're I'm just gonna like admit they're really good at like just getting as Marketing. much publicity as yeah. possible for these movies. Definitely.
0: And it's um it's part of the game, man. It's almost gross. Alright. Um so let's see. Um I think we can get into our ratings now. Yeah. Uh, oh, Colin, you yeah. want yeah. to start with yours? Okay. Yeah, just as a
1: heads up, how we kind of set this up right now. We all gave our individual ratings for these movies and then we're gonna for this movie. And then we're going to combine it and have like a group rating and decide on yep. do you think do we think that this rating is acceptable for this movie? As oh. well as we'll
2: both probably react to each other's ratings and yeah. maybe maybe change that. our ratings even All right. you know afterwards,
1: of course. Yeah. So our three um kind of like I don't even know. Our three areas that we talk about here are the visuals. So like right now it's for animation and stuff. But like if it's about If any we do movie, like
0: a live action movie in the future, maybe yeah, the visuals just uh
1: falls under visuals yeah. or animation, depending on the movie. Um story and writing, just the plot in general. Like do we think that was good? And the casting and the characters. We already talked about casting a lot, but I, we could get a little more in depth in this. We're only yeah. like twenty six minutes. We could talk
0: right we now. could talk about yeah. like um like maybe more about like the character arcs
1: yeah you know because
0: we haven't really talked about each character and their motivations and other things all right so
1: i guess i'll start with my ratings here so visuals i gave nine out of ten um i kind of i was like debating between eight out of ten to ten out of ten but like i still think ten out of ten deserves its own spot for like really just stellar looking movies and this movie although it was i think like like i said before i think this is illumination's Mm -hmm. best movie
0: I know. Thanks for interrupting our pod.
1: <laughs> Sorry. The, the bell rang a little while ago. We're still going after school for this. Um, I thought it was like a really, like honestly, Illumination's best movie so far visually and like storytelling wise but like visually it was gorgeous. So I'm not even going to lie. I do think it was almost t- and tacky to be able to use the Grinch, like um, what is it? The IP. Yeah, just the IP in general. Like they didn't really do anything new with it. But yeah. I do think they still kept true to like the Dr. Seuss esque like vibe, especially
0: vibe. with uh, something that I really enjoyed was like throughout like uh, Pharrell's narration. A lot of the time, he'll just like say like complete like verses from the you book re- You oh, recite yeah. the book exactly. Perfect. Which I thought I I thought that was a great detail. I think um, they did that in the live action or really too, but like, like it. it just seemed to fit
1: a little more with yeah. this.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, you can continue. Um, story and writing. <laughs> I gave a 6 out of 10. I don't know. I mean, yeah, illumination. elimination. Blah, 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 but um, I don't think this flowed very well. I mean, there's a lot of filler. A lot, a lot of filler. And there was, like, a lot of characters that just didn't feel like... Uh, this is more into the characters thing. But, like, characters need to have relevance in the plot. And a lot of times they didn't have relevance in the plot yep. in general. It was literally, like, The Grinch, a little bit of Cindy Lou and that's, that's it. about it and like The Grinch and Max obviously and they also the addition of Fred but let's not talk Fred. about Fred um Fred so yeah I really didn't think this movie was up to par as like it wasn't as good as it could have been there was a lot of potential here with that story but they just really they kind of like it was extremely safe I think that's I think that's safe to say yeah that they played it extremely safe they with this appealed movie. to a very wide Exactly. Sure. They didn't want to get too creative with this. And that's, like, my biggest gripe here. Just right. It was not that creative. It was, like, basically the same thing as the book, like, when it came to the end. Which, I mean, sure, that's okay. But I feel like they could have, like, switched it up a little bit. I don't know. And the casting and characters, I think we could do a lot more talking about that, too. But, like, in my opinion, it was, like, a mixed bag. Because, I mean, the voice acting wasn't too bad. It was pretty good and illumination is uh, so like high quality the designs uh actually illumination in general their designs aren't fantastic there's actually like something infamous about sing are you gonna hold the sound phone like that okay um <laughs> get some of the, what the pol-
2: poli- oh yeah
1: because school just ended right now so there's like kids yeah it's a, chaotic. it's a little chaotic it's gonna tone down a little bit i don't even know if the microphone can pick that up though who knows? Um, where was I? I mean, obviously the listeners will find out. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll find out after. Yeah. Um, what was I talking about? The, I know the characters, but like, what was? Oh, um, you're trend? talking about how um, they don't take risks. Yeah. she right. doesn't take risks. It's just really wide audience. Here. I think yeah. there was something else. I don't know. Characters, they were. Decent. I'm i, I was saying something infamous about Sing. There's, like, a, s- a shot where, like, they, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? There's, like, a line of people going to, like, to the audition or whatever. Right. Yep. Yeah. And they use, like, the same assets, like,
0: really? more
1: than 11 times for, like, revenge. characters. It That's, like, that's... Noticeable. Despicable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you like that? Okay. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Can we edit in, like, an applause for that? <laughs> Something stupid to make that not as awful as it yeah, could. We could. Please. Okay. Um, I gave that a 7 out of 10. I don't even know if I mentioned that in the first place. So, visuals, 9 out of 10. Story and writing, 6 out of 10. And the casting and characters, 7 out of 10. So, that's a 22 out of 30. And the percentage is a 73.33%. That is a C. Oh, wow. I didn't do that. Percentage. Oh, yeah. We, I Actually, can, like, I guess Yeah, that yeah
0: do that, that, like,
2: right, right. now. Uh, Hayden, you want to go? Yeah, alright, so, for visuals, I thought they were just, like, as Colin said, they were just insane. And I really like, as a filmmaker, I really appreciated their use of kind of the seamless transitions that you can't really get with video, that you can only kind of animate. Mm-hmm. And I just really enjoyed that, so I gave that a 10 out of 10, for sure. Um, as far as the story goes, as Colin said, there's a lot of problems. And myself, I really liked the Jim and I thought that was just the most entertaining way you could have kind of made the Grinch storybook into something. And I kind of wish they did make more of those little connections. So I gave that a 6 out of 10. And for the cast, I did give an 8 out of 10. But you know what? I kind of rethinking that. I think I'm going to go with you. I give a 7 out of 10. Ooh. Okay. Because I just, as you guys said, some of the people just did not fit the parts, and I don't really think I realized that
1: until we started talking about it. It's Yeah, it's a little weird. I don't know how else to describe it. It just doesn't seem like, there could have been more. There's potential for more. Yeah, there's a lot more potential. But they just kind of went for the cash grabby... <laughs> You know this actor. You know this actor. They're yeah. going to be in the movie. Yeah, like just
2: Keenan Thompson. Like He is such a good actor, and he was so underused. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um,
0: so we can get into my rating a little bit. Visuals, uh, I put were, as an 8 out of 10. I thought they were really good. Um, the only reason I put 8 is because I don't really know what's a 10 yet. Um, True. But, yeah, I really like the visuals. Actually, one reason I didn't put it as a 10 is like, there's like they're not really all that like um like con said like they don't really take many stylistic risks Mm -hmm. like a lot of i think the town of whoville is like gorgeous and i think like a lot of the landscapes like the mountains are also gorgeous like the characters and like the movements i just think like are like kind of standard i think there's like so much creativity in animation right now and i think they could definitely like do a lot more um but, like, overall, I thought it was, like, a really good-looking movie. Um, as far as storytelling goes, I'm, like, kind of playing devil's advocate here. Uh, get it? Name the newspaper. Oh, my um, God. But I really like the storytelling in this. I'm not a huge fan of Jim Carrey's The Grinch. And, um, yeah, I'm no. sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. It's fine. Right. No, no, no. It's good. I know, I good. know Hayden won't be my All friend right. anymore. Okay. But <laughs> okay. I had to say it. That's really, good. Like, we could have a debate I over just, this. Even though, even though the Grinch definitely is a different character, I think the message of this movie is super powerful about like what it says about family and like acceptance and being part of society. Um, And I just really liked, I also really liked how much more they focused on Cindy Lou. I thought it was nice to have, even though um, there are still only like two characters in this entire movie, (laughs) I'm glad it wasn't one character. Um, yeah, So I thought Cindy Lou and her whole story was great in this. Um, and I thought whoever the actress is that does Cindy Lou um, is amazing. That is she did a Cameron Seely. Yeah, and I think um, her good and Grubert. Grubert. <laughs> Gruber, freaking Grubert was hilarious. Um, so I loved like them planning and it's just like there's something like nostalgic about like wanting to stay up and like see Santa Claus. So, like, like, I just love that they made that, like, more of a part of the film. And then also, like, I think even though the Grinch, like, like, he's really not the Grinch in the way that, like, um, like Jim Carrey was or, like, the way the Grinch is portrayed in the book. Like, I don't even know if you can even call him the Grinch because he's really just a very different character. Yeah. But I don't think that's necessarily, obviously, it's kind of a bad thing if you're using, IP, like, already established IP like this. But I really didn't mind his character that much. I think his motivations were clear, and I think his feelings were like clear too. And I thought he was just like a very well constructed character. And I th- um, yeah. So I-, I had one more thing I was gonna say, but I totally forgot. I think um, just
2: the drastic changes for me. Yeah, I, that's why I a yeah. disagree a little bit. No, I think, yeah. It was just it's more of a drastic change. Yeah, it's
0: definitely not the same movie. It's definitely. Um, so and then say. casting characters. Um, casting I thought was terrible in this movie I'll be <laughs> honest I gave it a 6 out of 10 wow um, yeah I just really like obviously it's tough with movies that are based on picture books because there really are like zero characters mm-hmm. but like nobody in this movie really gets to shine except but- Benedict Cumberbatch and he doesn't like I think he was just like a poor choice and grouper yeah <laughs> And Grouper and Fred. Um, <laughs> wait, who voice acted Grouper? We, we never established this. I have no idea. But, <laughs> Let's just leave it as Grouper. Um, Grouper's hilarious. Go see the movie for Grouper. It's, uh, yeah. it's worth the $10. And um, Fred. Um, yeah. So I think um, Benedict Cumberbatch is just such a weird choice to me. Like, he, like his, um, yeah, he's been in, like, so many movies, and he's almost always, like, a serious character. And just for him to go... Full on like Despicable Me and make the mm-hmm. Grinch, I just thought was really interesting. And then the other thing,
1: it's also just, because it's a kids' movie. I mean, they just, yeah. you know, they got to appeal yeah. a little more. But yeah. And yeah, they, they're softening us up, yeah. all right? They're softening up And then the yeah, <laughs> kids.
0: My other biggest problem with the characters is that, what's his name? Um. um right. The character of the Grinch is basically just the character of Gru from Despicable Me like if you think even,
1: about the two I didn't even think about they are that.
0: super similar you've got like these bad guys you know these villains literally but um, there's clearly
1: something to where, it it's yeah like exactly there's, like,
0: there's a dynamic there with like Gru and like I think it's like his mom um, and then um, obviously the Grinch not having one and I think like they're just so similar characters in their arcs and I thought that was kind of lazy because I don't really think mm-hmm. that's who the Grinch necessarily is but I do think they did a good job with what they had. And so my rating is eh, – my, my overall rating is a 7.6.
1: I, I did This did remind me of this. It goes back to like the story and writing situation. They did a lot more telling than – like telling than like visually telling. Do you know what I mean? Because movies are like that's – you have so much options, so many options mm-hmm. – to tell a story, and you could do it visually without having to say it themselves. The Grinch was a—he was a, isolated in the um. What was it? Show him the mountain. What? No, it was like he was uh, an orphan. Oh an yeah, yeah, he was an orphan. Yeah, what was good with that? I know <laughs> they
2: changed the whole story. Yeah, I know. I yeah. really wish they kept that kind of stork vibe, where just kind of like them falling from the sky and you know <laughs> something. Jim Carrey, you know. Oh, <laughs> I you that was really that. In an interesting <laughs> way. Like, You're right. It you was just it was just really entertaining. It, uh, the story uh, was really good.
1: I still think that was a little like weird, not gonna lie, like that yeah, backstory that's... too. But like I think that was at at least creative in the live action yeah. version. They didn't have a backstory obviously for the original movie or the book. But in this one, they were like really lazy with yeah. the backstory. Like, they really had a big building that said orphanage. Like at least yeah. yeah, at least they still like kinda gave him a backstory in the first place. But it was like it was, See, I'm it was okay. safe.
0: Devil's advocate again. It like yeah, sure, it's lazy, but it also explains his motivations and, like, who he is as a character fairly well. Um, and I think, like, I don't want to get too much into Yukon English. Shout out, Ms. McClintick. Um, <laughs> but our whole first unit, the fr- whole first quarter of the year, was about the idea of what it means to be human. And so one of the texts that we read was Frankenstein. And, like, like he's basically Frankenstein, but, like, in a chil- children's book. So I get that because if, if you're not a senior, take UConn kind of English. It's
1: worth it because um, he, he's not like There's these group of people, the Who's, and then, then he's isolated on top actually, of yeah. Mount Crumpet. Mount, Mount Crumpet. Crumpet. Mount Crumpet. Mount Crumpet. So funny. <laughs> right. Doctor Seuss, obviously. But I was going to say, like, who came up with that name? So, <laughs> wrapping up. Um, oh, do we want to do a collective? Oh, yeah collective Oh, yes. review Real quick. All right, so let's take a vote. So, what do you Oh, guys wait, we have to additional? add up our, our things. Are we going to do like that? Or are we just. Oh, like, average it? So, I, I was going to say, just vote. Yeah, All I right, thought we were doing a thing. Let's talk about the calculator, folks. Yeah. Um on the big guns. All right. I had a, 7 out of 10. No, it was 22 out of 30. I thought we were doing it like 22 out of, out of 30. Remember? We had oh, like a, yeah.
0: Okay, I'm dividing 22 by 3. 7.3. I got a 7.6. I got a 7. 6. I got a 7. I uh, wait, hold on. But yeah, I, I did change my
1: rating. Hold Dude, on. I have 73%. <laughs> we have like different ratings yeah, here.
0: Yeah, don't worry, guys. Next time. We'll next yeah, be a little more prepared. 24, 24 out of 30. All right, so. Oh, so we're just doing it. Do this. you want okay, to just so add up all 23. these? I twenty-three. I had a twenty-three. Come on into twenty-two. Twenty-four. hidden uh, had a twenty-four. Here's some behind and the so scenes. So we divide quick. that by three. That's a twenty-three out of thirty, which is carry the four. A seven point six out of ten.
1: 7.6. So 7. that's
0: my rating, guys. So I want that's um.
1: <laughs> oh, that actually was yeah, your rating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay, so our so we our gave it a group C.
0: rating is a C. C we plus. we gave it a C. Do you no, think this like? Do you think that
1: fits the? Criteria?
0: Um, I think so too. I think it does. Yeah. I
2: think um, from what it was supposed to be, it was good, but yeah from a filmmaking, storytelling aspect, I just it could have been more. Yeah. Like um,
0: you know, guys, students, a C is not terrible. Could be worse. It's not the end of the world. It's not good, it's um, not bad. It's not good, it's not bad. I think You know, if you're looking for a movie to see and you're looking to get in the Christmas spirit, go see this movie. Yeah. yeah. Gruber's funny. Oh, I mean, I mostly... It's a fun ride for the whole family. just go for Gruber. Um, Yeah, (laughs) but really, like, there are worse options out there. Um, Obviously, it's not... Like, none of us loved it, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean it's not worth watching.
1: Yeah, it was... Well, I mean, it's also because no, like, really good movies are coming out right now. Yeah. That's just kind of like a movie that you're thinking to yourself, oh, I kind of feel like watching a movie. I yeah. guess we'll watch The Grinch. So
0: until Spider Man into the Spider Verse comes out. Good you know, point. You guys can see this one. Yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, um, thank you guys for tuning in. This was fun. To the I first enjoyed ever this. Speak of the Devil's podcast. What are you doing?
1: <laughs> Stop!
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's the goat for you.
1: Um, we will catch you guys next time. See. You. And you're the worst. The three words that best describe you are as follows, and I quote. Stink, stank, stunk.